Are you ready to live in new dimensions with the power given to you by God? Well, you've tuned in to the right podcast. Welcome to Motivated to Greatness, where we discover the greatness within. Here's your host, Jerome Bouveret. Well, welcome to the M2G podcast. I am your host, Jerome Bouveret. Are you ready to discover the greatness within? Then let's start today's journey. Now, on today's podcast, I want to talk about focus, how to get it. Now, if you remember on the last podcast, we began talking about the power of focus. And if you did not listen to the previous week's podcast, I challenge you to do that so you can catch up to where we're at because we're talking about focus. You know, focus is something that all of us at some point in time in our life have struggled with whether it be on the job, whether it be in school, whether it be even with our family, our spouse at times. But focus is so vitally important to accomplishing everything that you're supposed to accomplish. You cannot achieve those dreams and those goals if you don't have focus. So I want to talk about focus, how to get it. Now, John Maxwell, John Maxwell is one of my favorite leadership authors and teachers in the entire world. Anything you can get from him, you need to get it. But John Maxwell made this statement. We are what we what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. Did you see what John said there? He said, listen, we are going to be what we repeatedly do. You know, I always say it like this. Reputation is repetition. What you and I repeatedly do determines the type of reputation that we're going to have. And this theology or this thought process can be filtered right into talking about focus because the more we work on being focused, the more naturally it becomes to us. Now, the definition of focus, once again, is this, a point of concentration, directed attention, a state or condition permitting clear perception or understanding. So when we talk about focusing, when we talk about having focus in life, we're talking about having a point of concentration. We're talking about having a directed attention or having a directive in life. Our, our eyes are focused in one direction. We're trying to get to the dream. We're trying to get to the goal. We're trying to get to the vision. See, whether it be, my friends, whether you want to improve your health, uh, maybe you want to strengthen your relationships, or maybe even grow in your faith, if you don't set a goal, hear me closely, if you don't set a goal, then your goal is to, is to stay the same. That is a powerful statement. If you don't set the goals, then your goal is to stay the same. You've set that goal of not doing anything. See, when we have a clear focus, my friends, we can achieve things we never thought were possible, but it takes focus. It takes a concentrated, directed attention. It takes living in that state or that condition of permitting, allowing yourself to have clear perception and understanding. So when we have our focus and that focus is clear and we know what we're aiming for, we can achieve things that we never thought would be possible. Do you understand that you may just be right around the corner from the greatest dream coming to pass? You can't give up. You have to have focus. Now, how does a clear focus start? 
We talked a lot about what focus was last week. How does a clear focus start? How do I get focused, Jerome? Maybe you find yourself wandering in your thought processes, or maybe you're one of those people, like I said in the previous podcast, you have multiple pans in the fire, but you're not cooking anything. How do you have focus? How do I get a clear focus? Well, you have to start by setting what we call SMART goals, S-M-A-R-T, SMART goals. And that stands for goals that are S specific, M measurable, A attainable, but still challenging at the same time. R is relevant and T is time sensitive. So if you set goals that are smart, goals that are specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time sensitive. See, rather than overhauling your life by trying to make too many changes at once, Focus on a few small changes that will have the biggest impact. I, I have talked about this in previous podcasts that you start with setting small goals and achieving those goals, and then you get encouraged for the next goal. See, focus on consistency until those changes become habit. Did you catch it? Focus on being consistent until those changes become a habit. Focus on moving forward one step at a time on being content with imperfect progress and on finding a balance that works for you in the specific phase of life that you're in. Notice I use the term imperfect progress. What does that mean? It means that along the path, along the journey, in the process of setting and achieving these goals, things may not go exactly the way that you wanted or you thought they should go. I got news for you. You may even fall down once or twice, but failure is not final. So you have to be content with imperfect progress. Listen, I, I may not be where I want to be, but thank God I'm not where I was. That's imperfect progress. I, I may have fallen. I may have made some mistakes. I may have made some bad decisions. I may have uh, messed up along the way, but at least I'm moving forward. See, that's how you create habits that will stick with the long term is when you and I find that space that works for us. With, with the area of life that we're in. You understand that life is phases. Let me explain. Listen, you're not the same person you were when you were a teenager or a pre-adolescent. You're not the same person that you were when you were a child. You, you came out a baby, then you grew into a toddler, then you grew into a child, then a pre-adolescent, if we'd use that term, a teenager, then an adult. Life is full of phases. So don't dis, don't get disheartened over different phases in life. Yes, are they difficult at times? Yes. Are they, are they uh, uh, mountainous at times? And does it seem like times you're not going to overcome things? Absolutely. But all of these phases in life are necessary to propel you to the promise. Did you catch it? You have to understand. There can't be a mountaintop experience if you don't go through some valleys first. So how do you lead a life that is focused. How do I, Jerome, live a focused life? What are some steps that I can do? What are some things that we all can do, because I'm learning as well, to lead a focused life? Well, the first step is you have to identify your long-term goals in each area of your life. You have to identify, where do I want to be three years, five years, 10 years, 
15 years. Some of you may be saying, Jerome, I don't think 15 years out. You ought to be thinking 15 years out. Identify your long-term goals in each area of your life. Identify your physical health. Where do you want to be? Identify your emotional health, where you want to be. Identify your spiritual health, your family, your career, and so on and so forth. So identify those long-term goals. See, your long-term goals should stretch your faith and strengthen your character. I'm going to say it again. Your long-term goals should stretch your faith, should push you out of your comfort zones, and in that process, strengthen your character. Lawrence J. Peter said it this way. If you don't know where you are going, you will probably end up somewhere else. It's kind of like driving in the car and not having the GPS or not having a map. And you're not sure where you're going. You know, you got a destination to get to. You may even have the address of the destination, but because you didn't map out the route, because you didn't put on the GPS, you may end up somewhere completely different than what you intended to end up in. Why? Because you didn't have proper preparation for the journey. So you have to set out those long-term goals because if you don't, you may end up somewhere other than you were destined to end up. So you have to identify those long-term goals in order to stay focused. The second thing you have to do is you have to then break those long-term goals down into smaller weekly mini goals. Why do I need to do that, Jerome? Why do I need to break down these goals? Why should there be steps and processes in the goals that I have? Because when you have these weekly mini goals, that's going to help keep you moving forward. If you want to improve your health, my friends, focus on your nutrition by following a meal plan and an exercise program. You can't just wake up and say, well, I'm going to be healthy now, but not take the steps, not change the eating habits, not get the exercise in. Are you catching what I'm saying? If your ultimate goal is to live a healthy life, a long, healthy life, then you have to take little steps every day. And that's the same with any goal you have in life. Let's say you want to have a stronger relationship with your spouse or a stronger relationship with your kids. Focus on being, catch this word, intentional with the activities you choose to do with them. Be intentional about the schedule. Be intentional about programming times in to do those things. You have to be intentional with them. If you want to grow in your faith, focus on spending time in his word and prayer and with other believers, you have to be intentional. So you have to break those long-term goals down into smaller weekly goals. Because when you accomplish that goal, you're going to look back and say, man, I didn't think I'd even get that far. And before you know it, you're going to see the goal. You're going to see the destiny. You're going to see the vision. You're going to see everything coming to pass. It's going to be right in front of you. But you have to break down those long-term goals into reachable weekly goals. The third thing that you have to do is break down your weekly mini goals into daily action steps. So we have the long-term goals. We have the weekly goals. But now you have to break down, how am I going to accomplish this week's goals? Break it down into daily stuff. Every day you ought to have a plan that's going to put you closer to the ultimate goal of your destiny. Listen, I'm a stage in my life. I, I'm 47 years old and I'm in a place in my life where I just have determined that if it doesn't lead me to my destiny, I'm not interested in it. 
Listen, I've gotten calls about, about different programs and, and, and financial programs being part of this and part of that. Listen, that's just for me on a person, that's just a distraction from my destiny. So, so I have to really stay focused. I have to keep those action steps every day. And I'm just living my life. If it don't lead me to my destiny, I don't want nothing to do with it. Now, in that process, you must understand that people are part of your destiny. Jobs are part of your destiny. Family's part of your destiny. I'm not saying you wipe everybody out and throw everybody away, but you have to have weekly goals broke down into daily action steps. Every morning, you should wake up and say, what am I going to do today that's going to get me one step closer to my destiny, one step closer to my business, one step closer to my vision, one step closer to my book, one step closer to ministry. And then you go at the end of the day, you say, now, did I reach that goal today? And if you didn't reach it the first time, don't beat yourself up. Try again tomorrow. The only loser are the ones that quit trying. So you have to break down those weekly goals into daily action steps. John Maxwell again said this, you'll never change your life until you change something you do daily. The secret of your success is found in your daily routine. So you have to have daily action steps. Let me give you an example of a daily smart goal for someone who wants to lose weight, for example, and get in better shape. So let's say you say, no, I need to lose some weight. Listen, I'm with you. I'm with, I'm with you. I need, I need to lose some weight. So I'm going to take this example for myself. So let's say you want to lose some weight. Here's a smart goal. You say over the next 12 weeks, I'm committed to losing 20 pounds because my health is important to me and my family's well-being. I want to have energy to keep up with my kids or maybe my grandkids and set a good example for my family. How am I going to do that? I will achieve this goal by losing two pounds every week through daily exercise. Let's say 20 to 30 minutes. It can be walking, whatever the case may be. So I'm going to lose two pounds every week and by following a weekly meal plan. So you'll lose two pounds every week and you can lose more than that. I'm just using this as an example. See what I'm doing? You're setting out, you're, you're talking about the long-term goal, but you're setting out weekly and daily goals to achieve that goal. See, while the long-term goal above is a physical one, living a focused life means stepping back and looking at the big picture. It's not just about making external changes. It's about transforming your life. So you have to break down those long-term goals into weekly goals, into daily action steps. So now if I'm going to live a focused life, what does that really mean? You draw them, you're talking about focus, you're talking about living a focused life. What does that really mean? De define that for me. Okay, I'm going to define what does it mean to live a focused life. First of all, if you're going to live a focused life, it means focusing on your priorities and learning how to eliminate distractions so that you can maximize your time and live in the moment. Focus your priorities. Goes back to what I said just a few minutes ago about if it doesn't lead me to my destiny, I'm not interested. Eliminate those distractions so that you can maximize your time and live in the moment. See, there are only two things on these on this earth that are eternal, my friend. There are only two things on this earth that are that are eternal. Are you ready for it? No, it's not your job because jobs change. No, it's not your car because they become outdated. No, it's not your, your technology because it changes every year. There are only two things that are eternal, God's word and people. 
So these two things should be at the top of your priority list. And no matter what you're trying to obtain, no matter what goal you're trying to accomplish, no matter what business you're trying to start, no matter what book you're trying to write, no matter what it may be, it's all going to involve declaring God's word and people being in your life. See, at the end of your life, I want you to think about this so carefully. At the end of your life, it won't matter if you had, it will not matter if you had a successful career, lived in a big house, or went on extravagant vacations. What will matter is if you choose to invest in those two things, God's word and people. At the end of your life, you can obtain all the doctorates, you can obtain all the businesses, you can drive all the nicest cars and have all the things in the world. But at the end of your life, what will people say about you? Proverbs chapter 11 and verse 28 says, a life devoted to things is a dead life, a stump, but a God-shaped life is a flourishing tree. Notice, notice what the writer of Proverbs is saying here. He's saying a life devoted to just obtaining things, it's really a dead life, but a God-shaped life, a God kind of life, a life that is concerned about other people, that loves other people, that wants to help push other people into their destiny. That kind of life, it's like a not just a tree, but a flourishing or a producing tree. So, so living that focused life means you're focused on your priorities. Number two, it means seeking your true purpose in life and learning how to say no to the things that do not align with it so that you're not constantly stressed and overwhelmed. Did you hear what I said? It, if you're going to live a false life, it means you're seeking your true purpose in life. And then you learn to say no to things that do not align you with that purpose. Because when you get into it, because when you start allowing things to come into your life that are going to distract and deter you from your purpose, it's going to bring stress. You're going to feel overwhelmed. You're not going to have any peace. You're going to have sleepless nights. Let me help you. Am I saying that the road to destiny is easy? No. Am I saying that the road to accomplishing your purpose is easy? No. Am I saying that it's going to be the yellow brick road? No. But what I am saying is that if you have more non-peace and non-sleepless nights, you need to question whether or not you really should be doing this or heading in that direction. Because yes, it's going to take character building in the process. But listen, God, the cross is a plus, not a minus. God wants to add to your life, not detract from your life. He wants to promote you, not demote you. He wants to help you, not watch you just drown. So seek your true purpose and learn to say no to the things that don't align you with that purpose. Isaiah 26 and verse 3 says, you, Lord, give perfect peace to those who what? Keep their purpose firm and put their trust in you. Notice two things. He said, he said, Lord, you keep them in perfect peace who keep their purpose firm. In other words, they're not moved. They're not detracted. They're not, they're not swayed. And then they put their trust in you. Two things. They know their purpose and they know the purpose giver. They know their purpose and they know God's got them. So seek your purpose in life and learn to say no to the things that do not line you up with that purpose. The third thing living a focused life means staying focused on him, speaking of God, and trusting his plan for your life. Trusting in him, focused on him, and trusting his plan for your life. What does that mean, Jerome? What, what does it mean to have a life focused on him? Well, let's look at the word focus. Let's break this thing down. Focus, F, it means faith and family first. 
If you're going to live a focused life, you have to have faith and family first. You, you have to have these in that order. You have to have God and your family. Oh, others before yourself. Listen, you will find, my friends, that when you start helping other people obtain their goal and, and their vision or, or maybe helping people in general, you're going to find that you're going to have peace and joy. And trade. So if you're going to have focus, you got to have others before yourself. C, cut out the distractions. If you're going to live focused, you have to cut out the distractions. You have to remove all of those things that are time stealers, all of those things. And even some people, my friends, you're going to have to say no to some people. It may be a boss. It may be a coworker. It may be a friend. It may be a family member. You're going to have to learn to cut out the distractions. So see, cut out the distractions. You, if you're going to live a focused life, you're going to unplug as often as you can. Listen, if you just go, 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 you are not the energizer bunny. <laughs> you, you are not, you can't keep going and going and going and going and go. Listen, I have learned this over my years. I used to be the person that would go and go and go and go and go. I was working three jobs and doing ministry and traveling around the world. And I was burning the candle at both ends. Well, you know what happens when you burn the candle at both ends? Eventually you get to the middle, middle and there's nothing left to burn unplug as often as you can. That means having alone time, just you and God. For me, listen, I love being on my motorcycle. I love being on my Harley. I'm, listen, I'm, I can jump on the Harley and just go. And it's just, it's just me and the wind. For some people in sports, I love playing softball. Couldn't play this year because of COVID, but I love unplug. Learn to relax. Maybe it's get a cup of coffee and sitting outside and watching the sunrise. Whatever it is you need, you do to relax, do it often. Learn to unplug. And then S in focus, simplify your life. Why do we have to make life so complicated? Why do we have to make life so difficult? Simplify that life. Jeremiah 17. Seven through eight says this, blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. They are like trees planted along a riverbank with roots that reach deep into the water. Such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by long months of drought. Their leaves stay green and they never stop producing fruit. So, so did you catch it? Notice he said, the only way that the tree stays green and produces fruit is that they're like they're by the riverbank. Their roots go deep. They learn how to get nutrients. They learn how to rest. They learn how to have faith and family. They learn, they learn how to produce. So you and I can do that. So that's what it means to live a focus. That's what it means to live a focused life on him. The fourth thing a focused life means is staying focused on what lies ahead and not our past mistakes, not our past labels that we placed on ourselves or unrealistic expectations maybe we or somebody else put on us. If you're going to live a focused life, you have to stay focused on what lies ahead. You can't look backward. Listen, you cannot live life looking in the rearview mirror. Why? Because if you're driving in life and you continuously look in the rearview mirror, you're bound to run into something you were never intended to run into. Why? Because you're so focused looking in the rearview mirror, you don't see what's ahead of you. Focus on what lies ahead. Learn to let that thing go. Listen, maybe you fell. Maybe you made a mistake. Maybe you fell down five, six, seven, eight, whatever the case, get up, dust off your shoulders and move forward. Focus on what's ahead. Don't focus on what's behind. Don't focus on, on the labels that we've placed or maybe somebody else has placed on us. Don't look at the unrealistic expectations we had of ourselves. Focus on what lies ahead of you. Can I help you tonight? Can I help you grab this? That what lies ahead of you is greater than what has been.
Your best days are ahead of you, not behind you. So if you're going to live that focused life, it, it means you're going to be focused on what's ahead of you. Don't look in the rearview mirror. Don't, don't look behind. Only look forward. Isaiah 45 and verse 9 says, the clay doesn't ask, why did you make me this way? The clay is just in the potter's hands, just being molded by the potter. The clay doesn't talk back and say, why, why is my life this way? No, 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 no. Man, you know, you know, Lord, it would have been a lot easier if you would have just done this back then. No, 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 no. Focus on what he's molding you into right now at this point in time. Stay focused on what lies ahead. The next thing, if you're going to live a focused life, is you have to focus on being transformed from the inside out. I'm going to say it again. You have to focus on being transformed from the inside out. Romans 12, 2 says this. And I don't need to preach on this one or teach on this one long because we know what it means to be transformed from the inside out. It means to be transformed. You, the real who, who you really are is who you are when nobody else is looking. I tell people that all the time. Who you really are is who you are when church people aren't around. Who you really are is who is who you are when, when your spouse isn't around or, or your children. Who you really are is found in the inside. So you have to transform from the inside out, Romans 12 too. So here's what I want you to do, God helping you. Take your everyday ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity. God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. Notice what he says. You'll be changed from the inside out. So many times we think it's about the outside in. No, no. It, God is more concerned about the inside. You know, when, when, when it came time to, to pick the king of Israel, Jesse's boys lined up. Jesse's boy's line. And by rights, Jesse's oldest son should have been the one picked for, for the king. Matter of fact, Jesse lined up all the boys that he thought were, were capable of doing it. Samuel goes down all the line and he says, listen, it ain't none of these boys. You got to have another boy. And Jesse says, well, I do got one. He's, he's out taking care of her. She get him. And he comes up and God says, that's the one. And what does the Lord say about David? He said, man looks on the outward appearance, which tells us that David wasn't nothing to look at. He was a scrawny, skinny little teenager. And God says, man looks on the outward appearance, but God looks on the heart. So focus on being transformed from the inside out. The next step to living a focused life means staying focused on the goal and keeping your eyes fixed on Jesus. You have to keep your eyes on the goal. You have to stay focused on what's ahead of you. Philippians 3, 12 through 21. I love this passage of scripture. This is the apostle Paul. He's writing to the church in Philippi. The apostle Paul has been shipwrecked. He's been beaten. He's been, he was blinded at one time. He, he has gone through hell and high water. And what does he say? He says, I'm not saying that I have all this all together. No, this man wrote three quarters of the New Testament. He said, listen, I ain't even got all this figured out yet. He said, I, I'm not saying that I have all this together, that I've made it, but I'm well on my way reaching out for Christ who has so wondrously reached out for me. By no means do I count myself an expert in all of this, but I've got my eye on the goal where God is beckoning me onward. I'm off and running and I'm not turning back. So let's keep focused on that goal. If any of you has something else in mind, something less than total commitment, God will clear your blurred vision. Now that we're on the right track, let's stay on it. 
Stick with me, friends. Keep track of those who see who you see running the same course, headed for the same goal. There are many out there taking other paths, choosing other goals, and trying to get you to go along with them. All they want is easy street, he says, but easy street is a dead end street. There's far more to life for us. We're waiting the arrival of the Savior, the Master, Jesus Christ, who will transform our earthly bodies into glorious bodies like his own. He'll make us beautiful and whole with the same powerful skill by which he is putting everything as it should be under and around him. What is Apostle Paul saying? Keep your eye on the focus. Keep your eye on the goal. Keep pressing forward. Philippians 3, 3, 12 through 21 inspires me to live a focused life. Listen, my friends, I am not an expert, but I'm pressing forward. I've seen how keeping my eyes fixed on him has transformed my life along with the lives of so many others. And let me tell you something, I'm not turning back. So what am I saying to you? Jerome, what are you saying today, my friend? Today, I'm inviting you to join me. To join you on what, Jerome? To join me on this journey of living a focused life. To stay focused on the goal. To give nothing less than total commitment. Experience a true transformation that occurs from the inside out. And unlock the power of living a focused life. Michelangelo, I leave you with this quote. Michelangelo made this statement. The great danger for most of us lies not in setting our aim too high and falling short, but in setting our aim too low and achieving our mark. My friends, you can live the focused life. You can do it. Join me today on this journey of living a focused life. Listen, can I ask you to do me a favor? Don't stop this broadcast. Don't hit pause. Don't turn off. Listen to me for the next few minutes. Can I ask you to help me empower others by sharing about this podcast? You are helping us grow. We have people from around the world, around the globe listening. You can help us help others discover the greatness within. How do I do that? Tell them about this podcast. Tell them about the different platforms it's available on. Apple Podcasts. Uh, uh, it's all, uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor FM, Breaker, all of the different podcast platforms. Just search Motivated, the number two, and then Greatness. Help us grow. And then also, listen, will you consider, please consider partnering with us on a continuous basis to help us to continue to bring these podcasts and do all that M2G is doing. Listen, there is no insignificant amount. But but listen, if we could get at least 30 of our listeners, 30 of our listeners that would say, you know what, Jerome, I'm going to make a minimum don donation every month of $10 a month. Listen, we spend more on that than going, going to Starbucks. If we, if 30 of our listeners would say, you know, Jerome, I'm going to give $10 a month, we can do even more. Listen, you can give securely right through our website. We have several electronic methods given. You can give right through our website, www.kbisinboyif.info, www.kbif.info. We have several methods of electronic giving. Also on the website, you can sign up for our mobile empowerments, which are text messages that come out. Listen, our announcer is going to tell us more about that. But whether it be a one-time donation or a monthly gift, I say thank you. Here's our announcer to share with you our website information and how you can stay connected and partner with all things motivated. Thank you for tuning.
to today's episode of Motivated to Greatness. We hope that you were encouraged to find your greatness within. Tune in every Thursday for new episodes of Motivated to Greatness with Jerome Bouveret. If you have a topic idea that you would like to hear discussed or simply have questions, please email your requests to kingdombif at gmail.com. Again, that's kingdombif at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Would you like to receive weekly M2G mobile empowerments? If so, please text M2G to 31996. That's the letter M, the number two, and the letter G to 31996. We want you to stay empowered. Here at M2G, we believe in the power of prayer. If you have a prayer request and would like for us to agree with you, we have a team of hundreds of prayer warriors across the nation who are awaiting your requests. Please email your prayer requests to kingdombif at gmail.com. Again, that's kingdombif at gmail.com. Thank you for your continuous support. For more M2G info, please visit our website at www.kbif.info. Again, that's www.kbif.info. You can also connect with Jerome Bouveret by following him on Instagram, Facebook, Periscope, and by subscribing to his YouTube channel, all at Jerome A. Bouveret. Thank you again for tuning in to Motivated to Greatness. Take the time today to discover your greatness within.